Hello, everyone listening to that Platinum Mass podcast. I have Trin Drew of the New Trend uh, clothing brand. And really, I wanted to have you on, man, with uh, really just my questions on a lot of these new clothing platforms that pop up, um, kind of like custom ink that, you know, makes it very easy for a lot of people to try to start their own clothing brands. And it kind of made me want to talk to someone that's, you know, had success with it in this field and, you know, can offer some pretty good advice to anyone trying to get into it. But yeah, I wanted to thank you again, man, for coming on this episode with me. Yeah, I appreciate the invite, man. Anytime. Yeah, definitely. Well, I kind of wanted to first talk about before you got into clothing, I saw, I think it was around 2016, you started off making YouTube content where, you know, you talk about kind of really just your personal travel stories and kind of wanted to ask, uh, you know, what were some of these videos and, you know, what were your, what were your, I guess, favorite spots to go travel to? Yeah. So I started out, it was around in high school when I started posting these videos on YouTube, um, just messing around on Adobe Premiere, just making cool edits, just kind of like with that new trend style. Um, so if it was me traveling around Dallas or, you know, occasionally going to, a few places around the United States, Miami, or even going to like Mexico or someplace like that. I would just record what I was doing. Um, if it was just me with my friends or with some family, I would just record everything and kind of put it into a video of just like me exploring and stuff like that. Um, it was just something fun at the time. I just started out like making videos and clothing and really new trend had just kind of started and begun. Mm -hmm. um, so it was really just the beginning phases, but you know, YouTube was really where I started. And I think video really is one of my strong suits um, with the brand as a whole. Mm -hmm. And I saw that, you know, you kind of made that transition to clothing around 2019. Is it so uh, with the videos, did you start that, I guess, in high school around then? Yeah. yeah. I oh, okay. When I was like 17 is when I started. Mm. Okay. What are some, I guess, what kind of led to that passion for videos or what kind of led to I guess for you to have ambition around that age, because is was it kind of like mentorships or just your social circle or just kind of what led to that? Um, you know, in high school, I was before New Trend, before any of that, I was just, you know, I was just a regular kid, like trying to get some fly clothes, talk to girls. I was playing basketball. <laughs> Um, so I thought I was going to go play college basketball and go to the NBA, but um, mm -hmm. <laughs> any white kid and not really growing. I mean, I'm six foot now, but in high school, bro, I, I didn't grow at all. I was like, I was short. And so just everybody <laughs> being taller and like the sports really wasn't the avenue for me. So yeah, I had to think of something just a little more realistic and, you know, really think about what my passions were and what I was interested in and video and clothing just happened to be something like it just worked out perfectly. And then that's when it all started. Um, yeah, I just got to it. Like it kind of just came across me any way I could. Like my motivation really, like when I was in high school and doing these videos, I would just try to sneak back backstage at concerts or kind of just like stumble upon this life any way I could. If it was like me getting into like some red carpet, step and repeat event for some brand mm -hmm. and just being able to experience that. Or if it was me traveling and in, ending up in the Hollywood Hills at some some celebrity's house or something and just networking there. It's just, I mean, I think it was just my desire to kind of get a taste of like that lifestyle so bad. I just feel like I manifested it myself. And that's where that motivation came from. Because 
I mean, if you set your, your desire on something, you set your heart on something, you devote it all, like you're slowly going to start to see the path, realize. Um, so I think that's really what it came from. It's just wanting to go get it and hustle towards it, bro. Like once you see, <laughs> like if you're 17 years old backstage at a concert with ASAP Rocky and you're talking to everybody and it's like you're a part of it all, you start to look around and you're like, damn, like these people aren't too far off of what I'm trying to do. Or like, you know, they're only a few years older than me. It's like, you're right online with the vision of what you're trying to do. And so seeing all that just made me want it even more. I was just hungrier and just, you know, more motivated to go get it. No, I definitely, yeah, I love that kind of advice on, you know, I think a lot of people, it, it seems kind of like the the people you surround yourself with was definitely a huge uh, tool and why I guess that kind of gave you that motivation on seeing people that I guess you respect and kind of what they do. Yeah, definitely. Like it's, it's important to surround yourself with like a good group of people. And I mean, in some cases, like your circle may get smaller when you do that. In some cases, your circle, your circle could completely disappear. And those are also challenges that I had to face, you know, being very young and so driven at what I wanted to do. A lot of people don't understand that. And like you said, like some may not have that motivation till later in life or until they realize like the full scale mm-hmm. of it all. But it's just you got to you got to wake up as soon as you can and just go get it. And, you know, the earlier start is you're just going to put yourself that much farther ahead of anybody else. Mm-hmm. So with the clothing brand, um, so when you started that around 2019, so was the first, uh, I guess, the part of the brand, the Dirty Blonde clothing brand, if you wanted to kind of talk about that? So Dirty Blonde, I'm actually wearing a piece uh, right now. It's kind of like the flagship. Oh, wow kind of the flagship guitar piece uh you can kind of see a little bit of it Um, but but no dirty blonde is actually the mainline collection it's going to be my debut collection that i've been working on for about a year now um Mm. it's had a few delays and releases just because i want it i have such a vision for it and i want it just perfect um and just kind of like maneuvering through the brand and like as i overcome certain challenges figuring out how to really you know roll out certain drops and like what the proper path is when like doing clothing and stuff like this so dirty blonde is still in the works you know it's still in production i'm getting it just right and i expect that to be a fall winter release um but i originally started with clothing was about a year and a half ago and i think it was that nascar design um it was right before i threw my first pop-up and that was really what kind of like the first initial wave of starting this clothing and getting people like adjusted to like, okay, new trends doing clothing. Now there's going to be some merchandise and, and really shifting my focus towards this. Mm-hmm. When you say the uh, NASCAR design, was that the, cause I saw one where it was like the Lindsay Lohans or something. Yeah. That's part Is of that one too. Oh, okay. What kind of, what led to the, what was the inspiration for that? <laughs> to the Lindsay Lohan design? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Dirty Blonde. She was definitely Dirty Blonde a few years in her career. So I was definitely trying to pull from some iconic girls who just, in pop culture, have made an impact and just done some cool things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we all we all know who Lindsay Lohan is. I don't know really one person <laughs> who doesn't know unless you've just been living under a rock. Yeah, um, yeah. And so I thought she was really cool. And, and just having a fascination with, like, the Hollywood scene and, in the entertainment, nightlife, and just the LA area, mm-hmm. um, it was only right to pull something. And I actually have another piece dedicated to her. Um, so there's two pieces, two Lindsay Lohan pieces in this collection. And the other one is uh, her featured 
Are you familiar with the Hotel Chateau Marmont in Los Angeles? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, it's like an old Hollywood. It's, it's one of the only hotels that, um, I don't know. There's just some crazy rules in that hotel, but she had mm-hmm. stayed there and she got fined $42,000 um, over the course of like two months and she didn't end up paying it. And so they sent her a letter and they're like, dear Lindsay, da, 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 like you owe us this amount. So I kind of thought that would be cool to throw it on the shirt. And uh, there's actually an interesting new trend slogan on that shirt too, that people are going to, I think they're going to mm-hmm. like when they see it, but yeah, that's Dirty Blonde, and that's just a taste. There's a little taste of what that collection is going to be like, and I really think it's going to you know, blow people away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, was there another clothing brand, or was there another line that I'm forgetting about, um, or is it just the Dirty Blonde right now? So up until I released Dirty Blonde, I've released um, only a capsule collection and a few logo items. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you've seen the last video I posted on my YouTube channel, it was really from a year ago, and when I when I was saying I dropped that NASCAR design, and it was right before I threw my first pop up, and this NASCAR tee was the first tee like I was really showcasing to the public, mm-hmm. um, and it was really the beginning stages of it all. I sold it as an in store pop up exclusive, um, and then ended up rolling it back out a few months later after the pandemic and after everything settled down. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's where it really started was the NASCAR design. And mm. yeah, it was partially inspired by um, an ode to my grandpa and my grandma just growing up, you know, being at their house and always seeing my grandpa watching NASCAR races. Um, it was just always a thing. If he was coming <laughs> to our house, like he just always, all right, we got to throw the NASCAR races on for him. So, you know, when I looked <laughs> back and was like, how do I want to start this clothing journey? Um, I definitely wanted to do a testament to like my personal life and put some ethos in there of just where I started. So that's really what the NASCAR piece is. And I have another capsule after the new trend 500. Um, cause I'm about to drop the part two video on YouTube. And then I have another capsule collection called Johnny blaze dropping after that. And that's going to be the summer release, but definitely, definitely dirty blonde is coming fall winter. So that's the one to stay tuned for. Definitely. So you kind of mentioned, um, so with that ND 500 was before your first pop-up and yeah, I saw, I saw that, um, the YouTube video where it kind of went into that first pop-up event and some of the behind the scenes, I remembered, yeah, there was a scene on, uh, one of the issues that popped up was kind of one of the artists last minute, you weren't hearing from them. Um, and did you want to kind of give like some behind the scenes on what kind of led to, uh, I guess your first pop-up on, you know, how you kind of sought out the venue and, you know, how you promoted it. Yeah, definitely. So um, the reason I wanted to do a pop-up in general was just because uh, st- coming out with clothing and releasing these designs for the first time, I didn't want to just have something tangible. I really feel like going into this next decade, people are wanting more than just a product. You know, they wanted to actually experience something. So I was like, why not take the risk and just do this pop-up? You know, I have the clothes there. You know, the product is good. Um, then I decided to have bring in one of my good friends. Um, he was a local artist in Dallas, and he performed the last hour of the event. I had a live DJ there, and it was just overall a good experience. You know, I had – it was a full – you know, it felt like a full red carpet event, and that's what I really wanted it to feel like. And, and almost either if you were coming to get some clothes – if you were coming to enjoy the concert or even, you know, mm-hmm. if you just ended up networking with something or networking with somebody, because 
I mean, new trend, like I feel like with the demographic and customer base or audience that I have, it's so wide and and a lot of people can be interested in this, especially if it's, you know, my video editing or if it's my clothing or, you know, just the way, you know, I'm moving around with this lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You know, you can stumble up, you come to a new trend event and, you know, stumble up across a networking idea that might help, you know, start something Mm -hmm. in your career. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. that's what it's really about is just doing that pop up. And, um, yeah, that first one was crazy in Dallas. You know, I was really trying to figure this thing whole out by myself. I got a few few people around me that could kind of like help operate some things and get a little bit of workload off my chest. Um, but yeah, it was just scouting out venues, going downtown and being like, okay, where do I want to have this venue? What area? Thinking about how people can get there, you know, little things that people don't think about that like I forgot was like, where are people going to park? Like I had my venue in downtown Dallas on Main Street. And I forgot to think about where people are going to park. And I'm like, oh, damn, (laughs) I got this event and people are texting me, you know, Ben's about to start and they're looking for parking and they're like 15 minute walk from the venue. So it's just like (laughs) little things like that are are interesting learning curves to kind of like go through. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially like you said, with my artist, he was uh, his name was Dre and he was a good he was one of my best friends. We actually played when I mentioned uh, playing basketball together. We played basketball together in high school. And the same time that I had started doing New Trend was the same time he started doing music. So that's why it was only right to bring him to this pop-up event. And I remember I was sitting in the car. And I, when I was coming back to the car, my friend Tommy was sitting in the car. And he had got that call from our DJ that was like, yo, we don't know where he's at. Like, we can't get a hold of him, all this. And it was literally like 30 minutes before the event was about to start. And I was just like, damn, like, am I not going to have an artist at this event? Like, how do I kind of adapt to this because a lot of people were coming to see this concert and kind of experience all of it so it's definitely just being adaptable and just kind of like trusting the process of what's going on luckily you know dre ended up coming through it just he his what had happened was his phone ended up dying and we couldn't get a hold of him and he was he was trying to get picked up and he was trying to find a chart it was just it was funny <laughs> but yeah little stuff like that you can't really predict so you just kind of have to stay on your toes and and prepare for the worst, but you know, expect the best. Yeah, definitely. I like that. Yeah, definitely liked how you mentioned the importance of that. You want it to be a lifestyle and just kind of not just simply a clothing brand. Um, so are like pop-ups, is there anything in the works like after COVID or are you looking forward to anything? Yeah, I have some big plans about the pop-ups. So mm-hmm. long-term pop-up is eventually going to be a full-scale pop-up tour where I go city to city if it's in the United States and eventually going overseas. Um, I definitely have another pop-up in Dallas planned this summer. Mm-hmm. That's going to be run for this next capsule collection that I'll be rolling out. It will feature those items. Um, and definitely th- three big cities I want to hit, LA, New York, Miami, just to kind of solidify myself in those markets. Mm-hmm. Um, but really what I'm excited for the most, once kind of everything starts to calm down with this pandemic and COVID's over, is to really start doing pop-ups in exotic locations like Bali, Mykonos, Singapore, you know, just really kind of tapping into some unique markets that I feel like people in the fashion scene at least haven't haven't touched on, especially with people being stuck in their house. Like, I feel like I get a text or check my phone every other day and people are going to Mexico or they're flying somewhere, you know, just trying to get away. And especially being so limited right now of where we can go, I think once everything starts to open up, people are ready to get out. They're going to be flying. They're going to be going to places they haven't gone before. 
And so if I can bring something new, if I can bring that new trend kind of flair to these exotic locations, I think it's going to be an interesting experience for these people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think, uh, I guess, any of that would have changes on the clothing brand? Because I know, you know, you talked about a lot of kind of the old school Hollywood definitely has influences amongst your clothing. Would you ever, do you think that there would be a, you would do a clothing line based off, you know, the culture in a different country or just in different cities? Definitely. And that's what um, I remember we had talked about Club Trend Oasis. You were mentioning that um, mm-hmm. before. And that's what kind of that project is, is um, Club Trend is really, it ha- will have dedicated capsule collections, just kind of drops because they'll be exclusive to Club Trend members only. Um, but it'll have dedicated drops to exotic locations. So like I mentioned, Bali, for example, mm-hmm. there'll be a Club Trend Bali drop. Or the first drop that I have lined up, damn, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> um, the first thing I have lined up is Club Trend Oasis. And although it's not like really a, a real place that you can go to, it's still that same kind of vibe of just like exotic culture, um, stuff like that. So I'll definitely, I definitely won't try to stay away um, from like doing exotic stuff with my main line. Um, I definitely want to keep refreshing what graphics I have and what really I'm putting out. But definitely Club Trend is that dedicated space for me to kind of just drop those like unique um, location based designs. Yeah, definitely. Well, I know we're uh, coming up on time a little bit, so I just wanted to keep it to one last question. Um, Really just wanted to kind of ask on, you know, when you're going into possibly these new cities on, is there any approaches you do to kind of marketing your brand? Because I know, especially for people I talk to during COVID-19, you know, they say this pandemic has made people kind of go towards name brand companies where, you know, maybe, you know, they're not in the store running around and seeing like, you know, trying out a bunch of different products. Has there been a way during this pandemic that uh, you've been marketing yourself? Um, it definitely, when it first hit, I definitely had to take a step back to kind of realign, just like adapting to how to like start doing this. Um, but marketing, you know, I definitely have played around with just influencer marketing, definitely formal advertising. Um, but I think just kind of, Making it, as long as you can kind of just, there's no real right answer, I don't think. I think as long as you can kind of make it habitual, make it a habit and just do it every day, you're slowly going to like figure out, you know, working out the kinks of, okay, this doesn't work. All right, let me go to this way. Let me try this. It's really just trial and error. Um, I don't think there's one exact like thing that I could give because, Mm -hmm. you know, this is something we've never experienced. I've never experienced a pandemic either. It's like, how do we, how do we evolve and how we get through this? But Mm-hmm. I think just working through it. I mean, you get up every day and you continue to do it. You're going to eventually find the answer. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's what it really is. But I think it's clearing up soon. I think really the pandemic was a blessing in disguise because if you could just kind of push through it and keep working, you know, you're going to be that much farther ahead than everybody else that was just chilling and kind of just like, yeah. you know, use the time to just like watch Netflix or something. But to each his own. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. Well, I wanted to thank you again, uh, Drew, for coming on this uh, podcast with me and really just helping explain just how the clothing brand has been 
doing during this pandemic. I definitely, you know, after all this, I definitely want to check out one of those pop-ups if anything pops up in the Dallas area. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I'll keep you in touch for sure, bro. It's going to yeah, probably, sure. I'm thinking, I'm shooting for a June June pop-up event, but yeah, definitely, man. we'll see what happens. Um, it'll be in, uh, if you know where Soul Plier is, and like, oh yeah yeah thanks that's so. where it's gonna be at so oh okay yeah that'd be cool <laughs> yeah so i'm kind of just bouncing around I, like i said i did my first pop-up on main street and then i did my second one um, a little bit closer to my hometown um mm-hmm. in garland if, you know, if you're familiar okay. with what that is um but with this third one i was like let me try soul plier I'm, i have a few connections with the people that own that store and so we're gonna try and do a cool event and just each year, I mean, doing these pop-ups, I can see like it's getting better and better. So eventually it'll just kind of reach that point where I get it just right. And then that's when I'll be like, okay, I'm ready. Let's take this thing, you know, overseas. Let's take this thing you know, <laughs> around the world. So that's the goal. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, any pop-ups or anything that comes from the business. But yeah, thank you again, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you bringing me on. You know, let me know if you want to chop it up again. <laughs> yeah, we'll for sure. It. Definitely.